Welcome everyone joining this virtual meeting. My name is Leslie McNeil. I'm a clinical nurse educator at Band of Pharmaceuticals. I first wanted to start today by thanking the ACB for allowing Vanda to participate once more in their ACB 2020 convention. As a nurse, my role is providing education in the condition known as non-24 sleep-wake disorder, or non-24 for short. Many people who are blind have difficulty sleeping at night and staying awake during the day. As you can imagine, that can really disrupt your life. Maybe you can recall a time when you felt you never had a good night's sleep, maybe even no sleep. How did it make you feel the next day? Did you feel alert and ready to take on the day? Or did it leave you feeling, you know, dozy and sleepy? Well, today I'm gonna to talk about non-24, but I'm gonna start first by going through the circadian rhythm. And I'm gonna talk about why it's important and what happens when it's disrupted. And that's gonna lead into the discussion on non-24. Again, that's an abbreviation for the actual term, it's non-24 circadian sleep-wake disorder. I'll talk about the prevalence and I'll talk about the signs and symptoms. So let's just dive into the science. What is a circadian rhythm? Well, it's a biological rhythm. We all have it inside our bodies and it lasts on average a little longer than 24 hours. This is significant because the world we live in runs on an exact time. Past midnight, it's a brand new day, but our internal circadian rhythm runs a little longer than 24 hours. And we're all different. Some of you might have a circadian rhythm that's 24 hours and five minutes. I could have one that's 24 hours and 20 minutes. Someone else could have one that's 24 hours and 12 minutes. But the takeaway is we all have them inside our bodies and on average, they run greater than 24 hours. Now, where do you find them? You find them in every single cell of your body. And inside these cells, they dictate or tell your body to con conduct different functions at different times of the day and night. For example, appetite's a circadian rhythm, how alert you feel or how sleepy you feel. There are examples of circadian rhythms, your mood, your hormones, your hormones rather. All of these are examples of circadian rhythms in our body. You know, we're a diurnal species. We want to be asleep at night and we want to be awake during the day. But how does our body manage these rhythms? Well, in an area of our brain, we have what's called the master body clock. And it's in charge of all of the circadian rhythms in our body. And it's kind of like an air traffic controller, for example, at an airport. It's an important job. It's telling the planes when to take off and when to land. Well, the master body clock or the suprachiasmatic nucleus is of course not telling planes when to take off and land, but it is telling these rhythms in our body what to do and when it should happen. You know, for example, when it's dark outside, it sends a message to our sleep centers preparing our body for sleep. That's just one example. So let's kind of go a different direction, for example. You know, we usually think of the eye as having just one function. But just like the ear, it actually has two functions. The ear, of course, balance and hearing. 
Well, similarly, our eyes also have two functions. Vision through our rods or retrieving images through our rods and in cones. And of course, the circadian component that I'm, that I'm talking about right now. So when light comes into the eye, it literally travels to the very, very back of the eye behind the retina to a specialized group of cells and they're called ganglion cells. Their job is to collect this light information. It goes up a special nerve pathway to the suprachiasmatic nucleus. That information is broken down and sent to all the cells of our body. So the light signal from the environment resets the timing of the master body clock to the 24-hour cycle. And this is how we synchronize our body clock to the 24-hour world that we live in. What this means is all the circadian rhythms in our body, including the timing of sleep, the sleep-wake cycle, are driven by the signals it receives from the master body clock. So what do you think would happen? Let's just use an example. Let's say my circadian rhythm was 24 hours in 20 minutes. What do you think would happen if I went to live in a dark place where I never received that light signal? And day after day after day without receiving that light signal, it would push back the time that I'd want to go to sleep. So eventually I would be upside down in my sleep pattern where night would become day and day would become night. And that wouldn't change until I went out and got that light signal again to get to my master body clock to synchronize my body's rhythm. So to sum it up, we all have circadian rhythms throughout our body that lasts on average longer than 24 hours. And to manage them, we need light to get to our master body clock each day. And without this, we will continue to drift at a speed of our own circadian rhythm, which is greater than 24 hours. So what is non-24? And again, that's an abbreviation. It's non-24 circadian sleep-wake disorder. Well, in its simplest form is when the master body clock is not getting enough or any of that light signal to synchronize itself to a 24-hour day. Who may be affected? Men or women equally. It's not gender specific. You can be born with it or you can acquire it later in life. Typically, however, it manifests itself upon the time of blindness. The greatest prevalence is with a totally blind population, up to 70%. But to be clear, anybody can have non-24. Folks who are sighted, folks that even have partial vision loss can have non-24. It leads to three key symptoms. Difficulty falling asleep at night, difficulty staying asleep at night, and an overwhelming desire to sleep during the daytime. And of course, long-time sleep disturbances can negatively impact a person's quality of life socially or impairing your ability to function at work or school or all of the above. So what are the symptoms? Well, I'm sure some of you might have heard of insomnia where folks that have insomnia have difficulty falling asleep and difficulty staying asleep and night after night after night if they could be diagnosed by their doctor with an insomnia disorder. And maybe some of you have heard of narcolepsy, 
folks that have narcolepsy complain about sleeping quite often during the daytime, just an overwhelming desire to sleep during the daytime and maybe taking frequent naps. But what's interesting are the symptoms of difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep that you might see with insomnia or the difficulty staying awake during the daytime and sleeping during the daytime can be found in other sleep conditions like non-24. What makes it different from insomnia and narcolepsy, though, is a cyclical nature. Symptoms come and go. So you see, when your circadian rhythm is aligned to the external environment, it drives sleep processes during the night and wake during the day. With non-24, however, the circadian system is driving sleep and wake based on its own timing, which is no longer aligned with the environment. Let's say, for example, it's 11 o'clock at night, but your body thinks it's 11 o'clock in the morning, okay? It's 11 o'clock at night, but your body thinks it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Maybe you want to go to bed at night at 11 o'clock because you're getting up for school the next day or work the next day, so you're choosing to go to sleep at that time because you know you got a big day the next day and you want to get a good night's sleep. But if your body thinks it's 11 o'clock in the morning, how easy is it going to be for you to fall asleep? You're going to try. You're going to try because you're wanting to get up for work or school the next day. So here's where you might experience those symptoms you might see in somebody who has insomnia, difficulty falling asleep. You know, when you eventually do fall asleep, you might only sleep for a few hours. Now you're walking around your house and it's the middle of the morning and you're probably feeling very frustrated because you know you still got to get up for work the next day. This is what it means to have non-24. Now fast forward. Let's say it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but your body thinks it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe you're at work and you're trying to be awake and alert, you know, doing your job. Or maybe you're at school and you're trying to pay attention. But again, your body thinks it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You're so incredibly sleepy. You might even find yourself drifting off to sleep. This is what it means to have non-24. So to sum this up, we all have circadian rhythms inside our body, and they last on average more than 24 hours. And we need light to send a signal each day. Without this signal, we'll continue to drift until we're upside down in our sleep schedule, where again, night becomes day and day becomes night, causing very erotic sleep patterns. Three key symptoms are difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, and daytime sleep sleepiness. These symptoms can affect a person's quality of life. Some people experience these symptoms, but choose to power through their day and function. But if you find this is negatively impacting your quality of life, and maybe it's time you should have a conversation with your doctor if you want to. Now, this is the information I wanted to share with regards to what non-24-hour sleep-like disorder is. But if you have further questions or you want some more information, feel free to email me or call me at the, at the number listed on the page, but I will be happy to tell you it's 202-853-1091. Again, my name's 
Leslie McNeil. I'm a registered nurse with Vanda. And I can connect you with a healthcare educator at the company that can share information if you're looking into more information about non-24. Or maybe you would like a presentation done at one of your local chapters. I'm happy to do a live or virtual presentation and share it with some of your members at a local level. But if you want more information and you want information, including some information about treatment, I'm happy to connect you with a healthcare educator at the company I work for. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your convention. Bye-bye.